Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my 20s. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. When the moon is at a full moon, she is big, she is bright, she is beautiful, she's powerful. The full moon creates energy in our bodies as this is the time back back in the olden days when crops were ideal for harvest and we would be in the fields until late. This is our modern day time to be social and to be seen. So like full moon, it's your time to party. And we'll get into each phase of the moon, your body, the seasons here in a little bit. We're just priming here a little bit so it, it makes sense. This is the time in the month when we're ovulating because we have energy and we want to be seen, right? And we might notice it is hardest to sleep during this time and we want to be more social and less introspective. My journal is always less written in around the full moon. Our energy and hormones for most women peak at the time of the full moon, which corresponds with ovulation each month wild. So there's this like rock that's rolling around in outer space that is corresponding with our bodies. Like I wish that I would have thought of this and I could put some sort of trademark or patent, but it totally wasn't me. It was mother nature and God. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. I'm so excited we're here for yet another episode, and we're going to pick back up with our theme of learning to live like a woman. In my I Am Woman course, we've been learning about our hormones, our pelvic bowl, living in cycle, whether we're pre, peri, postmenopausal women. We've been learning about our nervous system, endocrine disruptors, bioidenticals, all of it. And when I'm taking my last breath one day, far from today, I want to feel like I left a legacy of information for women in one place. And that is what this podcast is for. Learning to live cyclically, learning to understand myself like a wheel instead of an arrow, because women are wheels and men are arrows. And we'll get into that has changed the way I live, has changed my body has changed my business, has changed the way I'm connected with the world around me, and it's been a blessing. And so I want to bestow that blessing on all my beloved women in this community, and that's what we're going to do today. So I felt like I could never quite get it right. I felt like one week I wanted to paint the town in high heels And that's the week I had no plans or planned to stay in. And then the next week I wanted to be at home in my PJs with a book when I was supposed to be planning my BFF's mega bachelorette party. I just felt like for the longest time, I could never fully grasp my body or I would be super ready to give a speech publicly or 
be on a podcast, be on stage. And the weeks up to it, I was preparing. And then when the day came, I was like, I want to crawl in a hole, not just being afraid of imagining hundreds and thousands of people in their underwear, but just like, I did not feel like being around people. And my body, it felt like too, with chronic illness, like there were weeks that I was like, oh, I feel amazing. And then just right after I felt like I was having a little bit of a flare. And I see that with my clients all the time. They'll be like, oh my gosh, Jen, I felt so great the last couple of weeks. And now today I feel like I took a little bit of a step backwards. I'm like, where are you at in your cycle? I don't know. Or, ooh, let me check my app or, you know, it's okay if you don't know, but bringing awareness around this, I promise you will change your life because I was tired. I was exhausted and I felt like my body was unpredictable and downright wrong. And that's the message we're given as women instead of, you know, the medical system, the society, the judgment being placed on us that we're wrong. And I want to set the record straight and say, you're not wrong. You might just not understand your body. So men are arrows and women are wheels. I get it. It's corny. It's cheesy. You read the title and you're like, okay, is this some sort of replication of the books, men are waffles and women are spaghetti or classic. I remember I read this book on lifeguard duty. Don't worry. Your kids were not in that YMCA pool when I probably should have been watching and paying more attention. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Does anyone remember that book? Okay. So these books, they don't talk about the human body. They don't talk about how to get your life living cyclically. They don't teach you how to understand yourself energetically and hormonally. But the premise is why do men and women communicate and relate so differently? And so they're, they're valuable. The, the texts are incredibly fun, hilarious, and they teach us a lot, but they aren't really syncing up women, their hormones in the moon. And trust me, the moon and us gals and guys a little bit, you're going to go with the, the energetics of it, but we are so influenced. Our hormones are influenced by the moon. So pre peri and postmenopausal women, this episode is for you. So you can finally uncover your reason for feeling so stressed out and tired all of the time. And if you are wanting to scratch an itch to understand your hormones, I'm going to link a free hormone healing guide here below in the show notes that you can grab and work through on your own. Something I gave clients for years and now it's here ready for you for free. Okay. So let's dive in. And I want to start by asking a question. Why are so many women living sick, fatigued, burnout, and with hormone imbalance? I'm sure if you give yourself a second, you can start to feel some answers and some hypotheses that are coming up in your own experience. Ladies, we are literally going against the grain. And up until this point, it wasn't our fault because we didn't know. But once we know better, we can do better. It's not our fault. We have been secluded from our sacred feminine wisdom that keeps our female bodies well. However, it is now our responsibility that we reclaim this wisdom and bring it back into our everyday lives for our bodies, our daughters, our sisters, and our mothers. Women are wheels, that's us, and men are arrows. What do I even mean? Okay, so as women, we have a 28-day infradium rhythm, and we cycle like a wheel with the moon, whether we are pre, peri, or post-menopausal. In 28 days, our bodies go through the hormonal pattern 
dudes go through in 24 hours. I'm going to say that again. In 28 days, the female body goes through a hormonal completion pattern and infradian rhythm. And men have a diurnal pattern that they complete in 24 hours. So women, we go, th- we complete a cycle every 28 days, men complete it every 24 hours. And yet our world, our society, our medical system sets us up in a way to say, everyone is just a man. You're either a big, strong man with, as if you identify with the masculine gender, or you're just a smaller version of that. If you are a woman and that's not true. So fellas have this 24 hour diurnal clock that gets them through the day with a steady organic pattern that repeats day after day, week after week, month after month. It's kind of like, I mean, think about dudes emotions for the most part, they're pretty stable. Of course they can pop off a little bit around the full moon, the word lunatic, loon, luna, we're all influenced by the moon. Things can get heightened around the moon, but their hormonal pattern is like picking up and shooting an arrow over and over again each day. It goes up and then it comes down. It goes up and then it comes down. So what about us ladies? We women in our menstruating years start the month off slow with soft hormone levels and pick up speed with increasing hormone levels as the month progresses and ovulation occurs. You can check out episode 15, all about hormones. I break down every single hormone, what they're doing. There's a corresponding blog post. You will love it if you like to geek out on science. So what is giving our bodies energy and regulation within our hormone production? So we talked about in episode 15, how the hormones are literally created in our mind with the hypothalamus, pituitary gland, But what is it outside of our bodies that is helping with our hormone production? Ladies, our hormone support is in conjunction with the moon's energy. What? Yes. The rock that orbits around earth has a strong governance over our bodies. I'm going to say that again. That rock that orbits around earth has a strong governance over our bodies. We don't give it enough attention and we just like think it's a witchy woo woo thing. Even if you're not a bleeding right now, so if you're not a bleeding woman, you're prepubescent, so before puberty or postmenopausal, the moon is still affecting your energy pattern. Same with dudes, just not your hormonal pattern because I'll get to that. But basically, postmenopausal women, you're always in this soft follicular state of your hormones. So let's think about it for a second. The moon, this phenomenon has been occurring for millions of years yet the wisdom and wealth of information has been stripped out of our basic biology and sex ed classes for a very good reason, but we will talk about that another day. When the moon is at a full moon, she is big, she is bright, she is beautiful, she's powerful. The full moon creates energy in our bodies as this is the time back back in the olden days when crops were ideal for harvest and we would be in the fields until late. This is our modern day time to be social and to be seen. So like full moon, it's your time to party. And we'll get into each phase of the moon, your body, the seasons here in a little bit. We're just priming here a little bit. So it, it makes sense. This is the time in the month when we're ovulating because we have energy and we want to be seen, right? 
And we might notice it is hardest to sleep during this time. And we want to be more social and less introspective. My journal is always less written in around the full moon. Our energy and hormones for most women peak at the time of the full moon, which corresponds with ovulation each month wild. So there's this like rock that's rolling around in outer space that is corresponding with our bodies. Like I wish that I would have thought of this and I could put some sort of trademark or patent, but it totally wasn't me. It was mother nature and God on the flip side, when the new moon comes, the moon is dark. The sky is quiet. It's almost completely black. Even through your blackout curtains, you really can't see the new moon. It's like the full moon. When the full moon comes in, you're like, oh my gosh, it's like somebody leave their lights on outside. You can see it through our curtains, right? But the, the night sky and the new moon starts to get dark. Your energy starts to dwindle. This is when you feel the pull to retreat inward for rest and reflection. There is little moonlight outside fueling you and you're not feeling so, so, so super social like you were. This is the time of the menstrual cycle for most women and the moon's quiet, restful energy influences your vibes as well. So how cool is that? That the moon was like, okay, I'm just going to get most, most women in accordance with me. So those, because who wants to be like out picking beans on their period? Like that would just suck. (laughs) Especially, can you imagine like a heavy day you're down like squatting? And you're having to pick crops or you're having to be out and you're wearing like your nice white pants in the field. And yeah, you can just imagine. So this mother nature thing, it's, it's pretty divine and she's got it figured out. So hold on for just a second. If you're not in sync with the moon, nothing's wrong with you. When you bleed has everything to do with your energy field. So you can check out podcast episode 13. It also has a blog post with it for more on what the moon and your menstrual cycle timing can decipher for you. So let's get a little more scientific for a second. When we scoff at the idea that the moon could possibly influence our physical bodies, remember we are 74% water. And so is the planet that the moon so beautifully governs planet earth, 74% water, human body, 74% water. The moon cycles, the ocean, the tides, our menstrual cycles, all in one month. And the word month actually comes from the word month. Month equals month. Moon, womb, water. The moon is affecting water. It's affecting our womb. We are just many earths. The moon lives in our body. And each moon cycle, we are meant to grow, transform, and shed. So not only is it like our physical body and our hormones, that are being influenced, but in a month, in a, in a month, we're going to go with that word month in a month cycle. If you are a person of devotion and study to what's happening in the cosmos is in the energy, you'll notice that every month there's a theme or something according to you and your birth chart that's being studied, being released. So like personal development really is getting jiggy with the moon. We have an energetic cycle along with the moon each month that governs our mood, our energy levels, our hormones. And so when we disregard our natural cycles, like if we sleep, when we should be awake, we know it does some funky things to our bodies. So don't ignore the moon, sleep when you should be asleep, be awake when you should be awake. And then also we're going to take this a step further and understand when is the best time for us to be social, to be resting to plan new things, to organize, to tidy up, et cetera, our life. So 
just to hit this point home, what happens when we're living apart from our rhythms? So if we are forcing our bodies to do things apart from its natural cycle, we're going to feel sick and burnt out. So if we're like trying to grind around the time our cycle, or if you're not cycling, the moon is having you rest, there's going to be some health consequences. Same thing if we look at the research for night shift workers. There's a well-established body of research that suggests there's a strong association between night shift work and the development of cardiovascular disorders. Shift workers have on average a 40% increased risk for ischemic heart disease compared to today's workers. Why? If we're living apart from our rhythm, our bodies are going to be all out of sorts. And I can tell you firsthand, I worked nights in the neonatal intensive care unit at Children's Mercy for years. And that was like when my chronic illness and all like things just started to get really wonky in my body. I would have like, when I first switched to nights, I just had like a period for like a month. My body's like, what are we doing? And I was like, I actually don't know. (laughs) And why I loved the vibe of night shift. The pay was good and the people were amazing. My body was like, what are you doing? And we do need people awake at night to be a part of the hospital and take care of those who need our help. I have a whole theory that I'm not going to dive into this podcast and what that could look like. We need night shift workers, but if you are one and you're struggling with your health and you're not feeling the way you want to feel, think about how could you transition your life? So it's time we reconnect with our cyclical wisdom and live in a rhythmic way for better human physiology. So I'm going to teach you exactly how to do this. So keep on listening. Since I started cycle syncing, menstrual cycle awareness, or living in flow with the moon, it's called by different things by different thought leaders. I have noticed the following in my body and my experience. My nervous system feels more regulated. I'm no longer beating myself up for resting. Dear God, <laughs> let that rest in peace. I am twice as effective on my most aligned days for productivity than before. I'm like, seriously, I even recording this podcast, I'm like, how am I getting this done? Today is a day that I had so much to do, but I synced up my calendar according to where I'm at my cycle. And this is recording this podcast. I told my virtual assistant, I was like, Hey, I'm probably going to get this to you tomorrow. And she's going to get it tonight a day early. Like, so twice as effective on the most aligned days for productivity than before. My hormone levels are no longer perimenopausal in my early thirties. Yay. So basically the hormones of like a 50 year old I had. So that wasn't cool. Especially when I feel my baby's being like, Hey, can we come, can we come to earth yet? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Give me a couple months, but they're coming. They're coming. I am happier. I trust myself more and I have better overall moods. And Jeff is so happy for that. (laughs) So yay. Good for you, Jen. There are some of us some of you, not me that are thinking that, and that's okay. But I had someone read me a list with rose colored glasses. I'd be like, good for you. I'm not feeling that, but trust me when I say these glorious benefits are not just for me. Oftentimes we're pushing ourselves during rest time and in rest mode when it's go time. So do you ever feel like you plan your friend gatherings on the days you feel like being a hermit and solo days the week you feel like being out and about? Are you consistently confused about your hormones? Download the free hormone healing guide in the link in the, in the show notes. And are you consistently confused why you feel the way you feel when you're screaming at your partner? You like feel the venom and the wrath coming from your voice and their face is like, oh, she's going to kill me. 
And you're like, why am I doing this yet? It feels so good and I can't stop. Oftentimes we're just out of sync ladies. So I'm going to take you through the following, the cycles of the moon, cycles of the earth, cycles of your body and how each lives in sync with one another. Hey, I'm interrupting the podcast real quick for an overshare moment. I hope you don't mind a little bit of TMI. So up until several months ago, I didn't wash my face. I know it's gross. A little infrared sauna, a little shower water is what my skincare regimen consisted of. I was sick and tired of all these quote unquote clean beauty line lies, products claiming to be clean, yet my skin always knew the difference and showed the irritation. Then on a whim, I met Kathy and Jamie, the angel owners of Free Girl Skincare. I admittedly told them my little secret and they decided to help me out. And ever since then, I wash my face two times a day, baby steps, right? With the kind-hearted cleansing milk, the faithful anti-acne serum, and their vitamin C moisturizer that works miracles. They even have an anti-wrinkle eye cream I love for those little crow's feet starting to show up in my early 30s. And this gel mask that you can sleep with on your face, and I love it. I've noticed brighter skin, less fine lines, and I can wear makeup more because the makeup actually comes off my face now. I know, shocker. I want this for you too, and I want you to ditch those toxic products making your skin sick. So head over to freegirlskincare.com and enter the code LOVEGEN, L-O-V-E-J-E-N, 1515 for 15% off your purchase. So are you ready? Let's go girls. Okay. Anyways, that never happened. We chatted about the moon in intense detail in a blog post I'll link below and in the previous episode. So let me just recap you really quick. So if you didn't listen to those, you're caught up to speed. The moon has four phases. Your body has four phases physiologically and energetically. The earth has four phases, especially if you're a Midwest gal like me. I mean, how cool, like everything's got four phases for the most part. We are going to pretend that you're a cycling female and you are the majority of women in sync with the moon. Once we learn the control group, then you can see where your body lands in episode 13 or the corresponding blog post linked in the show notes. And remember, nothing's wrong with you if you don't line up with the moon, but let's learn this control group and then you can know the the standard line and you can see where you deviate. So every 29 and a half days, your body and the moon go through these four phases. The earth has four seasons every 365 days that we will reference as a simile to best understand the energetics behind these phases. And remember, your body has both a physiological cycle as well as an energetic cycle. The moon influences both. Every month or moon, the moon is either ramping up in energy with a big main event, the full moon, or slowing down in energy with the second biggest event, the new moon. So we have a new and a full moon every month. And instead of operating our female bodies in one mode all day, every day, when we understand the four phases we go through in a month, 
as pre, peri, and postmenopausal women, this is pivotal, pivotal for our health. So let's grasp the moon. The moon is made new every month by what we call a new moon. So again, new moon, the sky's dark. Most cycling women are menstruating. This is the last phase of the moon in the menstrual cycle. I'm going to reference it right now as a placeholder in time and space for us. Okay. So think we're going to start at the end and then we're completing a cycle here. And then we're going to start with phase one, but just think, okay, new moon just happened. You just bled. We're about to start a new cycle. The moon and your cycle begins after the new moon and your bleed with the new beginnings known as the follicular phase. I love follicular phase. It is the waxing moon, mean growing bigger and gaining energy. It's inner spring. So think new beginnings after winter and springtime here as I'm recording this. And I stepped out on the deck for like 10 minutes to take a break before I hit record. And it like the springtime air, we just had a rain, all the trees are budding, the grass is green, like it is ecstasy. Follicular phase after a good old bleed or after a good old new moon. So say you're not having a cycle, this phase feels good. It's a feeling of new beginnings. Estrogen, progesterone levels are at a quiet, steady level. If you are menopausal, this is your kind of all the time hormone level. It's a great time to start something new, plan a trip, make a vision board. You're going to feel inspired. We can do this. Your energy will mostly be optimistic and excited. You'll have more energy to go for a walk or a hike. Your body will enjoy light, cool, and crisp foods like smoothies and salads. Your body is just ready. Like you feel good to go, just like spring. So that's phase one. When after the new moon, so the moon starts to wax. If you notice in the sky, it's getting bigger each night, more luminescent, more beautiful. And that's phase one. So the moon and your female body ramp up in energy on the way to the full moon, which is the via positiva and ovulatory phase, which is phase two. So ovulation, the ovulatory phase, phase two, the full moon, it's bright, it's beautiful, it's an inner summer, I think pool party vibes, just that's how you're feeling. You're like, oh, I'm going to go to Mexico. Let me go to the pool. I'm feeling good. I want people to notice me. I'm going to wear that cute little skirt. You have luteinizing hormones, FSH on the rise, testosterone's peaking, your libido's picking up. Go be seeing girlfriend during this time. You're going to feel social, magnetic, confident. Your communication centers are primed for writing, speaking, articulating. If you give a speech or need to talk on Zoom or need to communicate to a very important conversation or many important people, whether it's public speaking or asking your boss for a raise, do it during this time. Ovulation, you feel confident around the full moon or if you're postmenopausal, full moon time. You're going to be the best. You're brain is best wired for articulating your thoughts and you're just going to be full of energy. Your body loves a challenging workout. So if you notice, especially with chronic illness, you don't want to push it too hard. Usually during around ovulation, you can, and ovulation requires a lot of antioxidants. So be sure to load up on things like wild blueberries, raspberries, figs, leafy greens. This is the part of your cycle, phase one and two, where you will prefer cooling foods. 
So this is the time of like the lemon water and the smoothies and the fruit and the salads. And then the second half, you're going to want more warming foods and higher calories. Okay, so we have phase one and two. Energy building, this is when you mostly feel the best. But let me say a little caveat here that with chronic illness, 60% of your immune system goes to ovulation and 80% during menstruation. So there's nothing wrong with you. If you feel right on ovulation day, like you have a little bit of a breakout or you have some symptoms or you just kind of feel a little dip, that is because of your hormones in the immune system. And then it especially happens around menstruation. So ovulation, if you know, this is your pattern, one, it's something that we can work on healing. Usually you need some progesterone and then two, just know that be like, well, the day I ovulate or the day after or the day before get build that in to your, to your schedule. So, you know, okay, I'm not going to plan if I can help with the most important thing, or if I have something super important that day, I need extra help with the kids. I can't be going to the gym early in the morning. Like you're going to have to conserve energy, but for the most part, phase one and two waxing moon, full moon, follicular ovulation, like energy is building. You're feeling good. So right after the main event, the full moon begins to wane, like the the moon is big, bright. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to work my way down now to take a little nap in the sky. This is the via negativa. So this is when the energy starts to slow down, starts to calm down, get more dark, go within the energy of your body wanes and draws inward over the next 10 to 14 days. This is luteal phase, the waning moon, inner fall, things begin to die and slow down. Your hormones are starting to get more quiet after they just built up for ovulation. The fullness and brightness of the moon slowly coming to an end and you feel your energy do the same. So like last week, you felt social, magnetic, and this week, you might want to tidy up your house and focus on detail-oriented work. This is when you're going to have a higher refinement tool in your brain where you just notice crap that you don't like, and that could be systems processes or your partner. So I recommend during the luteal, if you feel critical, you feel a little bitchy, it's called hold the tension in menstrual cycle awareness. There's something really beautiful you can do that holds the tension. Here's an example. Not many luteal phases ago, this is something new we're doing in our house. I was getting super irritated that Jeff and I were not eating the same dinner when it had never bothered me before. I'm like, sure. If you want to eat, he literally, his favorite thing is rice ramen noodles with pink salt and garlic powder. I'm like, put some vegetables, some sweet potatoes, some broccoli, some coconut aminos. Like I want flavor, right? He's like, just plain and simple. And I was like, why are we eating the same thing? I was like, this is dumb. We're spending more money on food. We buy like our own like groceries. We're both spending more time cooking because we're both cooking. I'm like, this is literally so dumb. So he's like, all right, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to create a meal plan for our household. And that's what we've done. And it's been amazing. We're both really loving it. Even though we, it's funny. We both try to suggest the other, for the other one to cook meals we would want. Like the food I would make just like, yeah, it's a totally like gen meal that we were eating tonight because you made it and then vice versa. But it is so nice. There are weeks that I don't cook Monday through Friday because we, when we meal prep, we make enough for two days 
and then only one person's doing it. So if he's meal prepping on Tuesday and Thursday, I cook Saturday and then we flip it. So like you're cooking like once a week, it is glorious and I love it. So a little hold the tension. So I could have just let my, what is it? Fly off the handle, my lid, my lid flop off, fly off the handle and been like, bah, 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 bah. and I think there was a little bit of me, Adam, I like sat there with the tension building up my body. And I was like, what is the issue here? Is Jeff annoying me that he eats rice ramen with pink salt? No, that's not the issue. Is the issue that we need to eat the same thing? Not necessarily. I don't care. What is the issue? Oh, I want to feel like a team. I want to feel like a family around our meals. And I see that we could both be more productive and more efficient if we work together. Boom. That was the issue. Brought the issue. And he was like, yeah. And he made the Google document. That's really beautiful. And it revolves and it's wonderful. If you guys want um, more content, more help on your meal planning, there's a little podcast form that you can fill out. And then maybe we'll do your questions. We'll do a little, little episode. And then if you want the form or the sheet we use, it's a pretty like elaborate Google document, then um, put it in the podcast form. We'd be happy to do something on that. So luteal, you know, I had this refinement, this, you have this, you just notice like things piss you off a little bit, feel a little bitchy, feel a little assertive. Right. And so holding the tension and not saying don't communicate, but see what it is at hand and use this time to improve, to refine, to tidy up. If something in your office, your home office, you're like, oh, I just hate the way those pictures are. I want to reorganize. Like you wouldn't just walk in a room and throw everything off the walls and walk out. You would sit there with that tension and say, hmm, what can I do with this? So the luteal phase is preparing to go within your nesting, your tidying up and use it to see what's not in alignment in your life. You can edit your blog, tidy up your office, get lost in a book. And as far as food and workout, starting to slow it down, more walks, more yoga, your metabolism increases in the second half of your cycle. So focus on filling and nourishing foods like sweet potatoes with cinnamon or steamed carrots and beets and some chard with maple syrup and lemon juice, black pepper, something like that. So we have luteal. It is the longest phase. So I think I gave it the longest credit there. So the cycle culminates with the new moon and menstrual cycle. So after luteal, the moon is waning. It's now the new moon. All endings return to the beginning. This is where we started with the placeholder. The menstrual phase, the new moon, the inner winter. I didn't mention it. Luteal phase is like the inner fall the phase before this. So you can see those seasons go in order. It's the inner winter, the menstrual phase, the new moon. This is the time to rest like a champ, like just like go all in on the rest. Because if you don't, your other phases and your other parts of your cycle, you won't get the full benefits. It's like having one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas if you don't fully rest during your menstrual phase. And I get it. You might have like a work trip planned or your cycle might have switched in the last three months when you plan to lead a retreat. I've been there. So finding little moments, just a 1% shift, like it takes 1% or what I like to say, 20% of your efforts, 80% of your results. So could you 
say you're traveling, take a nap on the plane. Could you get to bed an hour earlier? Could you skip washing your hair and take a bubble bath that morning, right? Find your little moments of rest. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing like, well, got to clear my calendar for five days. I'm on my menstrual cycle like that. I've never done that, but I really try to minimize. Or if I'm on my cycle Wednesday through Saturday, and I really can't get out of my commitments Wednesday through Friday, then Saturday is a full on rest day. We make no plans. So take a bath, journal, rest. Your body loves warm, nourishing foods, foods rich in magnesium to fuel your cycle. Think chocolate, bean soup. This is not the time to diet or calorie restrict. So you need the most calories to fuel your cycle. So plenty of iron, leafy greens, magnesium, chocolate, avocado. Big fan of getting some good quality dark chocolate at this time. And then you don't have to beat yourself up. Like you can have chocolate around your period and it's it's not a thing. How does that feel to have a template each month? It's really regulating for your nervous system. It's really, it's a sound pillar to lean against. You can say, gosh, I I have a a template, a basis for how I can live my life according to the moon that is never, she never misses a beat. She is consistent. Think about moon and sun. So moon, every 29 and a half days, 28 days-ish, she has her cycle. The sun, every day rises, every day sets. The sun is like the, like men are like arrows, men are like the sun, women are like the moon. And Women, we go, it takes us a full month to go through our complete hormone cycle and men up like the sun, down like the sun. They're just, they're doing their thing day in and day out. And they are the stable, noble masculine. They're like the palm tree on the beach. And we're like the waves. Sometimes we're big, strong, heavy waves. I just got back from Tulum on a retreat with Sarah Jenks and on the full moon, those waves were nuts. We had these guys this is really cool. These guys come by that were um, like locals that worked for somebody on the beach. And they said, Hey girls, um, we were down there at seven to watch the moon rise and to release and to do a ceremony. And they, and they were like, Hey girls, don't get in the water. And we're like, Oh, we're not. Um, they're like, it's going to be really rough. And it was, I mean, we were like in our going out dresses. We were not getting in that water. And then they also said, make sure that you go up here soon Um, because around nine or 10, the turtles, the sea turtles are going to cross. And we're like, what? I just thought that was so cool. But literally like women, we have this cycle. We're like waves. We're ever changing. We're dynamic. We're, we're fluid and men, they are stable, strong, consistent. And gosh, dang, we need both because why we're being these high waves during the full moon. And then we're sweet and gentle and soft, like the new moon, the water, think of your body and your emotions, like the ocean, right? Some days it's really strong and some days it's quiet and soft. And then we have men who are just like steady, stable, strong palm tree on the beach day in and day out. I am here for it. Really cool. We're going to have some episodes on partner dynamics and polarity. But one thing I like to, to tell Jeff or encourage Jeff is like, okay, when I'm the wave and I'm going through my dynamic emotions of every cycle, I just need you to be the palm tree. Don't jump in the water with me. And he's like, I can do that. So I'm the, the, the one changing and he's so strong and stable. And that has really been great for our relationship. 
not to say that like he doesn't have his own emotions and days where he's feeling intense. Um, but when it comes to like, when I'm going down, I just need you to be stable. And when I'm up and up and up, he's just stable and it's great. So a couple quick notes that I want to leave you with to consider being on birth control is like being in the luteal phase continuously, right? So there's what makes it effective where hormones are pretty stable and they're at low levels. So you're not experiencing this, this up and down. And then there's also when they're low. So birth control, you're not able to get pregnant. And then it's also, you know, bringing down the immune system. It's also going to create your mood to be in that pattern. So just know, like, I mean, thank goodness we it's 2023 and we're allowed to have birth control. Like as women, we've come a long way, but just know how it's governing and affecting you. And you can decide if that works for you or it doesn't. And then menopause is like being in follicular phase on repeat. So soft, steady hormones, you still have hormones and new beginnings, a feeling of freshness, a feeling of wisdom. And if you're not feeling that way in menopause, then download the free hormone healing guide, work through the questionnaires, see where you need to start and get some support. And then pregnancy also moves through four seasons, first trimester follicular, second trimester ovulation, third trimester luteal and birth and postpartum is menstruation. So with, when you're pregnant and when you're, when you're pregnant, you're going through, through the trimesters and you also have the moon's influence. And then when you are bleeding, always go off of your inner moon first. So if you're bleeding on the full moon, you're going to follow your menstrual cycle. And then if you're not bleeding, follow just the moon. If you're a man, you are still having some energetic influences from the moon. And if you fall somewhere in between the, if you're bleeding and the moon doesn't quite match up, there's resources for you in the show links to figure out where you're at energetically. And then if you were a via positiva woman, so kind of like an extrovert, you might find the autumn and winter or the luteal menstrual or the waning and new moon, a challenge. It might be kind of hard because your energy is used to being up and the energy is more soft. If you're a via negativa woman, or I like to think kind of like an introvert, the rising energy of the first half of the cycle might feel really unsettling. And that doesn't mean, you know, if you, if your body feels great, your hormones are in check, sometimes it's just you, like who you are as a person. So there's all factors to consider. And I definitely recommend working with a really skilled and knowledgeable clinician that can guide you through it. So when we live aligned with the energy harnessed by the moon, we find rhythm, ritual, rest. And understanding the energy of each cycle is life-changing. If you tend to beat yourself up for not being productive, rested enough, social enough, tidy enough, horny enough, and reflective enough all at the same time, I've been there. There is a cycle for everything under the moon, including the days you push it in the gym, the full moon, rest like a hibernated bear, the new moon, clean the house when it actually feels good to clean, the waning moon, and want to redecorate the entryway, the waxing moon. So imagine a world where you fully rest, you fully work, and you fully play. Take a deep breath in and just imagine what that would be like for you to not have your foot on the gas and the brake at the same time. This is your new world, sister. No more burnout, no more fatigue, no more negative self-talk. Your entire physical and energetic being is governed by the moon. There's no fighting it. 
You now have nature's permission to surrender into living in flow and begin to watch the miracles unfold for you in your body, in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit. So if you feel a yearning and you're being to master this information, definitely check out the resources below. And then I have the I am woman self-paced course. I'm giving bits of this information in these podcasts. If you're like, I want to be masterful at this. I want to teach this to my clients. I want to embody this as a woman. You would love the I am woman self-paced course and includes my symptomless course for free as well. So check those out below. You also have the free hormone healing guidebook, and then you can go to the blog that is associated with this episode. It's called men are arrows, women are wheels. And there's a beautiful, if you're a visual learner, carousel of images where we go through the four phases of your cycle, the moon, you can download them to your phone. You can print them out. I really recommend if you're a visual person or you just like to look at pretty images to head over to the corresponding blog and check those out. Okay. It has been so great to be here another week. When I started this podcast in January, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a lot of work. And it just feels like showing up and being with a community who we support one another. And I'm so glad you're here. We'd love to hear from you. So if you want to use the podcast communication form below, you want to send me an email, you want to connect with me on Instagram. I'd love, love, love to hear from you. Feedback, questions. This is a community and I I love being here serving with this information that I needed for so long. And if you could subscribe and rate the podcast, give it five stars if it feels in alignment for you and really help me get this message to more people. So if this has served you, I'd love for you to give back in that way. And until next week, my friends, I'll talk to you soon.